Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. so excited to share this episode with you guys. I don't know about you, but business was always something that I had interest in, but I had no idea what the heck I would do when it came to the business world. And today's episode is all about following your curiosity and getting past the blocks to open up to the possibility of what could really be. And before I share today's guest with you guys, I have a huge announcement for you. Something I'm so excited to share, like literally so giddy, I, my heart wants to kind of explode because I remember sitting in a desk two or three years ago wondering how the hell I was going to do this for another 20 years. How the hell people balanced, working a full-time job, having kids, having a life and staying healthy. I was like struggling hardcore to make it all work. Plus every time I wanted to take off of work or for a vacation or do something spontaneous, I was at the bottom of the totem pole. So I had to wait until all 25 of my fellow dietitians had taken off to see if I could possibly do a spontaneous trip. And, and while I am so freaking grateful for that job and I owe so much of my growth to that position and the people I was surrounded with at that position, I just knew it wasn't the lifestyle I truly desired. And I knew there was something on my soul that I needed to share, but I had no idea what it was or how to even go about starting a business. I had so many different business ideas. I thought about starting a meal plan business. I thought about starting a health and fitness coaching, which I did do for a while. And I, I just had all of these ideas, but I didn't know how to take them from idea to action. And so what I'm so excited to share with you guys is a two-day free business training. So um, did you hear me? Free? Uh, no brainer. Hello. Why are you not in this? Um, <laughs> kidding, but not really. Seriously. So what I, you know, why I created this was because I want to help other women who have a voice and men too. I know there's some guys that listen to this podcast. So if you're a guy and you're kind of wondering how to start a biz, I talk all about creating a soul aligned business in this training. What that means is that creating a business that shares what's on your soul, what your purpose is and what you're here to create in the world. There's so many women out there that have a voice, have something to share, know they're meant for something more than what they're doing now, but just have no idea how to get it out there and no idea how to start sharing. And so I've created a two-day business for, this is for people, one, who have a business but want to take it to the next level. So if you're sitting here like, I've been working on this side business for two or three years and it's just not getting me the results I want this training is for you. 
if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to uncover the blocks that are holding you back from really creating the life that you desire, then you need to be in this training. The second person this is for is for the girl or guy, guys are allowed as well, um, who just knows deep down, there's a part of you who knows that there's something more you're meant to do, that you're not meant to be in this nine to five, that maybe you've been something through something and you've overcome something that maybe needs to be shared with the world. Or maybe you just know that you want to have a business, but you have no idea how to create it, or you don't have the confidence to start putting yourself out there. And this training is also for you. And so pause this episode right now, hop to the link in my bio, in the bio or in this episode. You can also hop to my Instagram page. I also have it posted there, but sign up now before you forget. You are going to walk away from this training, no, having a better understanding of your core wounds and how those are playing out, not only in your business, but in your relationships, in your life, in all areas and are keeping you small. So we're going to do the deep work and uncover those wounds so that you can go out and no longer have those dragging down your energetic vibe, right? We're going to make sure you leave this training an energetic match for your desires so that you can call in what it is you really truly want your life to look like. We're going to get past those limiting beliefs, those blocks, and actually lay out a vision that aligns with your soul purpose. A vision that isn't limited by, but I couldn't, or there, you know, some other belief that's buried in your subconscious that you're not owning up to. You're also going to leave with actionable steps. You're going to know who you're speaking to. You're going to know your purpose. You're going to know how to start sharing in a way that brings clients to your doorstep, that they're reaching out to you. So you can spend more time creating more time on doing the work that you're meant to share with the world, more time with your clients rather than trying to find the next lead, right? right rather than reaching out all damn day and struggling to find people to work with. I want you to have people flocking at your door to work with you because you're, what you're putting out there is so powerful. People can't not be a part of what you're putting out there. So if that sounds like something that you need to be a part of, again, pause this freaking episode, hop to the link in the podcast notes and sign up now. The, the business training will be May 1st and May 2nd at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. If you're not able to hop in on at those times, it's okay. They're going to be recorded. They're going to be in there. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, after May 1st and after May 2nd, you can still get in on this training. The, everything will be recorded, recorded, everything will be sent out via email. And so still sign up, still get in on the groups that you can get, a, get your hands on this content because it's going to be epic, epic as shit. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it's going to be pretty baller. Um, so let's talk about Katie Hall. Ooh, you guys are in for a treat today. I love this episode because Katie is 
so relatable. She is a mom. She's a teacher. She literally started a business kind of by accident, to be honest. Like she was just doing something that was like, Hey, I can do that. I can create macrame. And if you don't know what macrame is, you need to check it out. Her, I just bought the cutest earrings and the cutest wall hanging and she does incredible work. So hop over to your Instagram page at M Fibercraft. Again, I'll link this in the show notes so you can check her out and, and, and check out her beautiful work. I'm also going to link her Etsy shop in the show notes because I'm obsessed with, with all the things, but Katie talks a lot about her entrepreneurship journey, right? And I know this isn't just a business podcast, but there's, I think a lot of us get this, right? We have this curiosity, we have this spark. And, and I love that Katie shares is just following that, that little, that those little hits, right? That curiosity and not ignoring it when, when it comes knocking. So without further ado, I don't think I need to say much more about this incredible woman. Let's dive into this episode with Katie. Well, welcome, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited to have you on the show and hear a little bit more about your story and the whole journey because I know you as of where you are right now, and I'm excited to hear about what got you to where you are. So tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and what you're up to these days. Um, well, I'm kind of a lot of things. Um, I have a three-year-old son um, who is an absolute everything. He's kind of a terror and kind of hilarious and <laughs> all, all of the things. Um, I work full-time as a high school special education teacher. Um, and then a year ago, just over a year ago, um, I started a little side business called EM Fibercraft, which makes um, macrame decor and just more recently my focus has moved towards bridal decor. Awesome. So basically you're super mom doing all the things. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do all the things. I, I have a lot of support. <laughs> uh, I love that. So what like why macrame, right? What, what was the calling there? Did you always know it was something you're interested in? Like, how did that fall into starting a side business with that? No, 13 months ago, I'd never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I started seeing it on Instagram quite a bit. And the more I looked at it, the more I was like, those are knots that I used to make friendship bracelets at church camp with. (laughs) I could do that. Um, At the time, um, I was experiencing some pretty heightened mental health issues, and one of the things that my doctor recommended was to find some kind of outlet, some kind of creative outlet or hobby or something that I could do. Um, And so I just tried it one day. I ordered some really cheap string off of Amazon and watched a YouTube video, and I was like, I got this. (laughs) I can do it. And I could, and I could because, because it, it was, it was the same, the same basic knots as I learned making friendship bracelets when I was a kid. Mm. And I made hundreds of those. 
So like, it was something that I guess I've always known how to do. I just didn't know that I could do it. I love that. And so it just kind of landed into your lap essentially. Yeah. And okay. So how did that transition happen of like, okay, I'm doing macrame as a hobby and now you have this business that's thriving. Um, I just started to put my stuff on social media. Um, and the feedback I got was great. And one day somebody was like, Oh, Hey, maybe you should start an Etsy shop. And I was like, huh, I wonder how to do that. Let's look into it. And so I did. And, um, last, last spring I was starting to see a lot of like bridal pieces and, um, like the big, like six foot backdrop pieces that people use, Mm -hmm. um, instead of like the traditional altar. Um, and a girlfriend of mine, River Wynn, she's a photographer. Um, and she was organizing a styled shoot and was looking for local vendors. And I was like, Hey, I just started doing this. Maybe I could make something that you would use. And she immediately jumped at it and was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I, so I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. Um, I had never made a piece that big because at the time I had been like practicing making plant hangers and wall hangings that were on like little 12 inch dowels. I had never made anything that scale. But I just, like, you don't know what you can accomplish unless you try, right? So I just, I just went for it. Um, and and that, was, that was really what got me hooked, was making that piece. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it turned out super, super beautifully. It's ended up, the images from that photo shoot have ended up being shared on, like, multiple media outlets. And it it blows my mind because I know the story behind that piece. And I'm just like, I really had no idea what I was doing when I made that, but (laughs) (laughs) thanks for sharing guys. Yes. Okay. That, that is huge though. Right. Because how many people get so stuck in their head of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to like, I have a ton of friends who want to start a business in some capacity. Right. Mm-hmm. And they get so caught up in that, or maybe they, they don't know what they want to start a business, but they're just not passionate about what they're doing now. And so they're like, there's something more out there for me, but they get so caught up in the, how do I get from where I'm right now to like the end end game, right? Like the, yeah. you, have, you have a business and it's going well. Like, I think people get so caught up in that, that in between of like, what does it look like to go from not having anything to having something that that's a business, and yeah, you just, you just have to do it. Yes. Like the, it's, it's in the action, you figure it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been a huge process of learning as I go. And like this weekend especially has been a huge lesson in that. I have three pieces that I've been working on for a photo shoot next weekend. And the branch that the big six foot pieces on broke yesterday. <gasps> Oh no. <laughs> and so like I have had to figure out how to fix it and it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> there was a drill, there was a metal rod, there's a lot of gorilla glue. It's gonna be fine. But <clears throat> you just have to be willing to be open to learning and taking chances and 
you'll never know if you don't try, right? Yes. Then just putting yourself out there and starting. Mm-hmm. So was yeah, it- and oh, I was just gonna say, like, there's. I mean, I still deal with with fear of rejection and comparing myself to other people. And recently, I've been dealing with a copycat, and like that gets me down. Mm-hmm. But you just have to. What I've learned for myself is I've just had to, you know, put my blinders on and keep focusing on what I'm doing. And for, for me, this, this little business that I have isn't, whether it works out or not, isn't really what's important to me. It's the fact that I'm, that I'm out there and I'm being vulnerable for people and, and creating something that I love Mm. and that I'm proud of. Like, the fact that people want to buy my stuff is secondary. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's like in the process of it all. Yeah. That, and I think, and I don't know if you feel this way too. I always say that starting a business was like the biggest growth journey of my life. Do you feel that way? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My, (laughs) my, absolutely my first degree is I have not found a business owner that says no to that so if you want to grow and accelerate your growth (laughs) yeah no my first degree is in business I studied business um when I was first out of high school and um I I honestly don't know if I'm using anything that I learned then like I thought I had background knowledge but things have changed so much and you know using social media and digital marketing and blah, blah, blah. Like there, there has been so much that I have learned and it, yeah, no, just as far as knowledge and personal growth and growing creatively, like it has been, it's, it's been a year. Like it has been a year of just nothing but learning. So have you found in that growth journey and that learning journey that you notice limiting beliefs come up or fears or, or patterns from a long time ago? Like what has come up for you on your journey? I know it's different for everyone, but usually stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have always been a person that has compared myself to other people. And so I have always from the get go, compared myself to other people and is this going to be well accepted on my social media is an incredible incredible tool for marketing yourself but it can be such a monster when you if you pay attention to the numbers mm-hmm. um and i in the beginning i would look at my work and then i would look at somebody else's work and how can they have X number of likes and how can they have X number of followers? Mm. And I had to, I had to remind myself that that wasn't why I was doing it. Mm. Um, and, and so that's really one way that I was able to kind of overcome that. But that's, that's probably been the biggest one for me is just having to learn not to compare myself. Mm -hmm. Huge. I think that's, 
I, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I, this is my perception of it, but I feel like so many of us females feel that way, right? And it's maybe mm-hmm. the same for guys. Maybe I just don't have a lot of men in my life to com- like compare in this space, but it's, it's mind blowing. Like how often we pick up our phone and we're like, well, how are they so much farther along? Or you see someone like, I, I guarantee people are going to go look at your page and be like, how did she get to that play? Right? Like I, I feel that way sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I look at my coaches, my mentors, or people who are a little bit farther along in their journey than I am. I'm like, how did they get there? But mm-hmm. if, if you're putting yourself out there and you're on this journey and you're going to end up wherever you're meant to end up. And I love that your focus isn't on like where this business is how, you know, what it's going to transform into, but it's really focus on, I love what I'm doing. I'm growing in this journey and I'm, I'm showing other women that they can do this as well or do something. Yeah. One thing I did, um, it was last summer. So I'd been, I'd been working at it for a while and I was seeing my page grow and my sales were good. One of the things that I did is I don't know if you're familiar with Ashley Molstad. Um, she's um, one of the top like beach body coaches out there and she has a huge social media following. She's never deleted a single picture from her Instagram. You can go down to the bottom of her page and see the very, very first post that she ever made. And it had, like no likes compared to what she's getting on her posts now. And I was just like, if she started there, <laughs> cause we all have to start somewhere, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and how many people get caught up in that, like where they are now. Right. Or right. feeling like and imposter syndrome, right? Like who am I to do this and put myself out there like this? That's, that was a big part of, my journey at least is like, who am I to put out work into the world? And we all start somewhere. Right. And like, I'm MLM is a a platform that works for people and some people it doesn't, whatever. But she started at, she was just a you know, regular person who took a chance. And that, that was a really cool lesson for me. Like, wait a second. If she started there, like she didn't just become what she has become overnight. It's taken years and years and that's okay. And the other part of that is no two journeys are the same. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, going back and looking at that and seeing like, yeah, she started somewhere, but in five years, if our platforms are still completely different, that's great. Cause my journey has been mine. Mm-hmm. She or whoever else I could possibly compare myself to that's their journey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think once you put that into perspective that we're all in our own lanes and no one's above us, they're just maybe at a different place in the road and that, that we can all be in whatever place that we desire to be and that we're meant to be in whatever our journey is, wherever our journey is really meant to bring us. So it's, it's not in that where they are, it's where you are and where you really want to be. And when you get real with yourself and say like, this is what I want my life to look like, or this is what I want to do in the world. This is how I want to show up in the world. And you start putting that out there and you stop 
comparing like that it's freeing and it's liberating to be like, all right, this is me. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so where I have a couple questions that I wanted to ask, what would you tell that person? So let's say there is a girl sitting here listening to this and she's like, shit, I want to start something or I have something to put out into the world. Maybe it's her creative creations. Maybe it's work that she wants to do, show up and serving in a certain way, like whatever it is. And she is uncertain of how to start or uncertain of what, maybe what her passion is. Like, how do you, how do you find that? How do you start, start to go down this path? Um, well, for me, I, I, I know, I know that it wasn't an accident, but I kind of feel like I found what I found on accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I know it's part of a bigger plan and, um, I did not land in the position that I meant in today by accident. But, um, if, if you think you have an interest in an area or you've, you know, you go through your day and you see something that looks really interesting to you. Look into it more. There's a reason why that is pulling you, right? There's a reason why you are being attracted to that. So maybe look into what it is. Um, find, maybe find somebody that is maybe able to provide you a little bit of mentorship or a little bit of guidance, advice, whatever the case may be. Um, because for, for me, that has been, that's been huge having, like I talked about river earlier, having that person who just blindly believed in me Mm. was tremendous. It, it means, it still means so much to me. Like she never really had seen anything that I had done, but she was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and maybe not everybody can, can find that, but if, if you feel a tug, lean into it Mm -hmm. because you never know what could come of it. I love that. I think that's how most people do start their entrepreneurial journeys too. It's not this knowing right away. And I think a lot of people sit, at least that's how I was. I was like, I kind of knew I had an entrepreneur spirit at a point in my life, but I didn't know what it was. Right. So I was just sitting at home, like it'd be cool to have a business, but like it was, it was kind of that thought that crossed your mind and then it's gone. And then Mm -hmm. I got obsessed. I was like following these things, you know, like following certain people on Instagram and I loved what they were doing and I was so intrigued. And then I started to do what they were doing and I started to put myself out there. And I went down, you know, different rabbit holes and I've traced different squirrels, but it was, it was all meant to be right. Like I absolutely like your educational background and like it, it all ties in, it all comes together. Mm -hmm. And, and I can say the same thing for myself. I've, it, it all has led to where I am today and where I am today is exactly where I'm, I'm meant to be. You know, I've got my full-time gig 
super fulfilling. But the beautiful thing about my full-time job is it's a 178 day contract. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I love what I do. I don't want to quit doing what I do, but it allows me the freedom to pursue other things. And we've got what, like eight weeks of the school year left. And then I've got 10 weeks of nothing but time. Hmm. It's the perfect balance. It, for me, it is, it might not be for somebody else, but for, for me, it's pretty great. And I love that, that you can find, it looks exactly like it needs to look for your life, right? Like it doesn't, and we don't have to go all in on something if we're, you know, do something full time, like our part-time gigs can bring us the, this extra abundance. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you've been sharing your just like random abundance stories with me throughout the past few weeks, which is kind of cool. And like, I don't know if you can like put that into words, just the little things that have happened. Like once you start to look for abundance and, and see it, because I think a lot of times too, you're like in a full-time job and I, I felt this way. I'm like, I just need a little bit to make it more, to make my life look more of what I want it to look like. Right. Sometimes that full-time yeah. salary isn't quite giving you the lifestyle and the freedom and the flexibility that you want. And I think a lot of times that's why we start side businesses too. So how does abundance start to show up when, when we're open to it? Like, what does that look like for you? Oh gosh, you just, there's, yeah, I've been telling you like every little time something happens, (laughs) but, um, one of the things I've learned from my job this year um, is that I have to recognize, even if they're just the smallest victory, if, even if it's just, oh, so-and-so showed up to class on time today, like recognize those just small little things that make me feel like things are going the way that they need to go. And I've, I've taken the same approach to, abundance with my business and I've I celebrate every single sale you know I've I've seen a post on social media um I think it was around Christmas time maybe talking about how like um every time you buy something from a small business they do a little happy dance I do a little happy dance I do I celebrate that little sale because that is bringing abundance in creativity in money in, in so many different ways to my life. So I celebrate a sale and I take the, I take the 30 seconds in time to recognize, recognize that. And then it just builds and little things that maybe I wouldn't otherwise pay much attention to. I'm making sure that I'm paying attention to them. Um, and somehow I've hooked up with a wedding planner in Texas, like, (laughs) and she, um, has been utilizing a lot of my stuff. And so I'm riding that train Mm -hmm. and establishing that relationship, um, out of the blue yesterday. I don't know if I told you this. I got a box of driftwood from a woman who used to live in our community. Um, her husband got a job on the other side of the state and they moved to Cannon Beach. And she texted me not too long ago and said, Hey, I've been collecting driftwood. Um, 
on my beach walks. I, I need your address because I'm going to send it to you. So I think it was Thursday. I come home to this like box. Oh my God. Of, <laughs> of, of driftwood. And I'm just like, you can't see your hands, but it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like Large. two feet by three feet, like this box of driftwood. And I was just like, that is amazing. Like, absolutely amazing just I, like it's it's just the sweetest thing mm-hmm. like that she thought to think of me and send me a gift and i love the i love the celebrating the little stuff right cuz i think sometimes too is like you get to this level where those little sales coming in they can become normal, right? They can become part of the day-to-day. And one, when we're not celebrating, it's not as fun. Like when we're not doing a happy dance every time something comes in, like it's, it's, it really doesn't, it's not as fun. And I think that the happy dance is what brings more in because when you are grateful for what you have, we can attract more in. Can you hear me? There we go. My, I think my headphones died. Can you still hear me okay? I can, yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, this, is, this, is what I, this is what I meant by like editing out because like you never know when technology is going to crash or yeah, something. So we just cut these parts out and it's good. <laughs> uh, well, anything else that you want to share with, with, the listeners, whether it's about small business or just life, any words of wisdom for, for the listeners that you have? Um, if you have ever thought, Hey, I might want to try this. I might want to see where that goes. Follow it. Hmm. Follow it because you never know where it's going to take you. You really, you really don't. Um, And what I've built has been so fulfilling in so many ways. It has brought the coolest relationships to my life with people that I would have never had the opportunity to connect with if it hadn't been for taking a chance um, and putting myself out there. Um, Cause like I've said, it's not just about financial gain. Mm-hmm. It, that is definitely a really cool piece of all of this, but the relationships that I've been able to build because of this are amazing. The skills that I've been able to discover that I possessed, um, blow me away. Um, really, I had no idea that it was in me to, to do the marketing that I do and run social media the way that I do. And it's, it's really been fulfilling in a lot of ways. So if, if you have, you know, that lingering thought or you feel the slightest twinge of a tug towards a certain direction, go for it. Mm. Cause you never know. You could fail 
and you take your lessons from the failure and you move on, or it could be something that turns into something really great. Either way, you'll learn something. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> Such a good nugget. Like just follow the curiosity. <laughs> just, yeah. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in that fear, but if, if you just approach it with a, I'm curious, I'm going to do this just for fun. See what happens. Like instead of wrapping up like all your self-worth in it and all of everything, just like saying like, I'm going to try this for fun and going mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So my last question that I ask everyone who's on the show, <laughs> um, our vibration, I believe, attracts what we have in our lives. So what are some things that you do to raise your vibration? And what are some of your favorite vibration raising practices? Um, my favorite one recently has been um, my gratitude practices. Mm. Um, I'm not sure which Brene Brown book it came from. But I remember her talking about in one of them that you can't experience joy without gratitude. I think I have read that as well. <laughs> I don't it know. Resonated <laughs> hard with me. Yes. <laughs> resonated so so hard with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so taking the time to recognize all the little things. Um, and, and being truly thankful for them has led to joy and it, it's a snowball. We just, we, we act from a place of gratitude and we receive joy and then we throw out more gratitude and we bring in more joy. And- just you saying that is making my heart like expand. I get so excited because I think too is like, I have a gratitude practice as well. It's like also one of my favorite things. But when you're really in this, like you feel the gratitude like in your body. I don't know if you get this where like some mornings I'll write 10 things down and I won't be like totally feeling it. But the mornings I'm like writing and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for Sage and I'm so grateful for my coffee. (laughs) And, And you feel it in your body. Like there is so much joy in that. Oh, I just, I love that. When your whole body just like feels expansive because of this gratitude and something so simple that we can all do, right? Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that you brought it up. Everybody think- can do it. It's free. <laughs> it's free. You just, you don't even need a piece of paper or a pen. You can just be like, I like that tree. I'm grateful for that tree. I do that sometimes too. I like challenge myself to do it throughout the day. <laughs> I like trees. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your story and this process, because I know there's a lot of people out there listening who are probably where you were a year ago and have no idea that that curiosity they're feeling and that little interest that they're having can turn into something so beautiful. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for having me. Of course.